Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. I've got Ian Johnson with me from New Zealand and uh, we're going to be talking about activating the waters. So as we're getting started here, I encourage everyone to share this and subscribe if you haven't done that already and click on the little bell so you get notified when our other shows are coming up. And then if you're on Facebook, uh, share it with your friends, get the word out there. And especially want to give a big thank you to all of our supporters. We are listener supported. And if you'd like to become a partner, you can go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and go to the resources section or the give section and there's places there for you to become a partner. So blessings to all of you. Thank you so much. And without any further chatter, here we go. Ian Johnson, so glad to have you back on. It's an honor and a pleasure. Uh, you've been on a few times and uh, I just, you're one of my favorite people. Just always good to hang out and, and catch up. So what for those who maybe don't know you maybe a little bit about your your background and and what you're doing in the in new zealand sure um we come from an area called the north waikato region of new zealand um i've been a uh, a follower of yeshua for um 45 or six years he turned up at the end of my bed uh one night and i wasn't looking for him but he was looking for me and uh, i've um i've been uh, when he burnt himself on, I describe it as being tattooed on the inside, burnt an image of himself on the inside of me. And um, I can still close my eyes to this day and see uh, him standing there. So that's fueled me and fired me. We have a, uh, a ministry called His Amazing Glory Ministries. We uh, That's been up until COVID, uh, an international um, traveling ministry. Um, now we've got our wings clipped and we become true Kiwis. We don't fly a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so uh, we also have a little fellowship called the Southwind Fellowship. And so that's just, um, um, and just to explain why we started the Southwind Fellowship, it was because the Lord um, told me uh, that, you know, we're supposed to be changing the atmosphere of our towns. And I thought, mm, well, I need to be able to be doing this practically so that I can actually have some uh, authority when I'm speaking. So, so we've we've been for five over five years now, just um, quietly on a Wednesday night, uh, shifting the atmosphere over uh, our little village called Pocono, which is growing exponentially as a result. Um, uh, it's it's become a uh, it's become a town now so awesome. uh, we believe that um uh, well we take we take the blame for that <laughs> good <laughs> well awesome awesome that is so good to hear i uh, you know and i get to tune in occasionally and catch some of your uh, services there on online so uh online on facebook uh what's it what's it called there as well is it southwind gathering southwind fellowship yeah Southwind Fellowship, yeah. Yeah, so that'd be a good thing to tune into. Hopefully, uh, we, we should have the links if you look up in the notes, if you're listening right now. Uh, look up in the notes section. should be some links there for you to connect with Ian. So, so uh, what? I don't know if you want to share what's been going on uh, since we talked last, because uh, obviously COVID has hit and slowed all of us down, like you said. Uh, or if you want to dive into the activating of the waters. Um. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, pretty much. Um, I might just dive in actually, because um, what I wanted to share this today, because um, like in, a, in a, I had a dream that the Lord came to me in a dream, uh, and He showed me that the 
uh, something that I sort of knew, but he showed me the connection. The frequency of mankind uh, is the link between heaven and earth. And without without mankind, there is no, you know, there is no link. And that's why when Yeshua came to the earth, he, he opened up the way, he opened up the link, he opened up the function of, you know, remember when he said to the disciples, um, when they said, how do you, you know, how do we pray? And he said, right, you pray like this, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth as yeah. it is in heaven. So we skip yeah. over that bit. We get down to the forgiveness bit and everything else. And we, we you know, the church has traditionally concentrated on the the action of getting right with God. But actually, the yeah. first bit is um, to bring the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. And so when he when he showed me the dream, I saw the waters in the heavens and the waters on the earth and under the earth uh, resonating with our frequency because at the end of the day we're water right so we're yeah. well depending how much you drink during the day but we're about 70 70 or 75 percent water so so it's obvious that we're going to resonate because water is one of the greatest conductors of frequency yeah and it's no mistake that we're water that we're mostly water because that's how god designed us so that we would resonate with the frequency that he sends. And uh, so it all started in like the book of Genesis. You know, I always always say that if you want to know anything about the Bible, you read the first, you know, first book of the Bible, Genesis, because it's all in there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it's and then it took 65 <laughs> other books to expand uh, what God actually <laughs> said. So and just so that we would understand. But in Genesis chapter one. Uh, uh, it talks well uh, maybe i'll read it it says that the god said let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters god made the expanse and separated the waters which were below the expanse from the waters uh, which that which were above the expanse and it was so and i thought wow actually there's so much in there and uh, it's easy to skip over but it says that he separated the waters so the waters above so the waters above uh, and the waters below have a different name so the waters below uh, are mayim in the hebrew the waters mm-hmm. above are hasha mayim uh, and so the it, and it's interpreted the heavens so the heavens are uh, there's <coughs> waters above the heavens yeah and uh, and if you look at uh um, the Hebrew language, the first thing to note about the waters is that um, the Hebrew letter mem is used. So anybody that has studied Hebrew uh, knows that um, mem can be either a closed mem or an yeah. open mem. And I, you just look it up on Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but um, a, a closed mem uh, means that hidden mysteries, basically. It means the waters are hidden and the mysteries of God. So we know that um, God is full of mysteries. Uh, we know that all the hidden mysteries of God are revealed in Yeshua. Uh, Colossians chapter 2 says that all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge are found in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the closed mem uh, so contains these hidden mysteries, things that uh, are known in God and we can know because we have the mind of Christ, but they're hidden to the rank and file, if you like. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, well, non-believers, and yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, the open mem means it's revealed mystery. All right. Yeah. 
No, yeah, revealed mystery. Yeah. So interestingly enough, the name Adam, uh, Ad, you know, Aleph, um, um, Dalit, um, Mem. Uh, the the mem in the word Adam is close. So uh, God enclosed mysteries in man. Mm. So we carry the mysteries of God. And uh, and I I was um, I was really blessed by that, and I got excited because in the dream the Lord showed me the name Adam, and He showed me the close mem. Um, so rabbis say uh, that um, there are no, there is no water like Torah. So that because the mem represents the hidden mysteries of Torah and those of you, those who have been around me um, need to understand that when I talk about Torah I'm not talking about the law or the first five book, books of the Bible I'm talking about the essence of who God is wow. so Torah <laughs> is revealed mystery it's it's the hidden mystery in God revealed is Torah so um, so um, I got excited. I got excited to think that we were carrying the frequency that connects heaven and earth, and more. and and then I got yeah. a bit concerned because I saw that um, Adam is Aleph, Aleph, Dalit, Mem, and I thought there's something missing because we don't carry the sound of the waters above. So the, we carry the sound of the waters below, but we don't carry the sound of the waters above. Hmm. And I said, Lord, how's this? You know, what's the deal? And then um, he showed me um, the Hebrew word for woman is <laughs> um, interesting. Uh, is uh, Aleph um, Shin? Uh, um, what is that? Mem? No, not Mem. Uh, noon. Uh, and so, woman. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, hey, sorry, it's hey. And and I got excited. I thought, hello, man on his own doesn't have the right there. He doesn't have the capacity uh, to, to, to actually connect with the waters above. But man and woman connected together in the Hebrew letters, we carry the frequency of the Hebrew letters for Hashemayim, and we carry the frequency for the letter... Yeah, so, and I thought, okay, well, that's all right, but not everybody's in a marital relationship or, or whatever, so how does that work? And the Lord said, but everyone is born of a woman, including Yeshua. <laughs> and so he had to be born of a woman in order to bring, a, you know, a connection between the frequencies of, of heaven, the Hashemayim, and earth. And the upper waters and the lower waters begin to stir. And I really believe, so the thing that connects the upper waters uh, is the hay, the breath, and the Shaddai, which is the all-sufficiency of God. And so, um, you know, we, we really need this connection between men and women. We need unity uh, between men and women, and we need to acknowledge the, the sacredness, if you like, of, the, of birth. Uh, because yeah. it's um, when you're born, you're born in waters. You know that yeah. you know. Seen plenty of movies, or you've had a wife who's given birth. Uh, you know, my waters are broken. What does that actually right. mean? It means it means that there's a separation between you know the waters, because you know birth is a supernatural event. 
it's it's you know like your parents do what they did did to to create a you know a fertilized seed but actually at the point of conception there's a huge flash of light which is actually uh, it's uncreated light it's the it's the light of god it's the very breath of god so the breath the hay and the shin the all sufficiency of god is breathed into your mother's womb and that's where the connection comes uh with heaven and then yeah. it's reinforced because jesus yeshua god himself if you like traveled through the realms uh, and actually connected into the into in, into that into those waters and uh, and so the plan of god because water is the greatest frequency carrier uh in the universe so the plan of yeah. God is to bring the sound of heaven and the sound of earth together, and it's reinforcing the fact that we, mankind, uh, are actually the connector. And uh, I, I just want to—I'm just—I'm just blown away when I see God's plan yeah. and the way He made us. Yeah. Well, that's 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 awesome. So, in the activating of the waters, um, what what does that look like? Do you have any thoughts on? on what it means to activate that frequency, yeah. that connection? Yeah, um, I do. Um, it's, it, you know, Yeshua himself actually poured out, he, I believe it's, a, it, you know, just in the connection with, with Yeshua is, is, the, is the, we underestimate our relationship with him. You know, we, we've, we've concentrated on you know salvation or healing or deliverance or or whatever but actually it's <clears throat> it's the god connection it's the water and the blood i mean it's the it's the um yeshua himself at the feast of sukkot uh, in the bible i can't remember the scripture is it john 7 um i think it is where jesus yeshua stood up and he and he poured, it says uh because a lot of people don't realize, but there's a there's a the walls and a tradition at um, the feast of um, at the feast of tabernacles at Sukkot, where at the end of the feast they poured gallons gallons and gallons of water out in the Temple Mount area from the from the springs of Gishon, and they ran down the road. Uh, and at that point, Yeshua stands up and says. Um, you know, I'm I'm actually the I'm actually the the you know he he talks about um, uh, I'm what does he say exactly? Um, 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 he call he calls out and says, you know, um, the rivers of living water shall flow out of out of him and out of us. And 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 he's he he announced at that point a reconnection of the waters, mm. I believe, and that and yeah. that God's plan has always to always been to bring a sound of heaven into earth. And I know the earth has been a bit wobbly in the last twelve months, where you know, well, the earth hasn't, but mankind has, and you know, people have you know lost lost their way in, in a sense of you know how's this working and. So it's created a whole lot of people saying, oh, you know, this is the end. And it's not the end. No. You know, it's not the no. end. It's like it's just God stirring the waters. 
Yeah. Uh, remember how the angels stirred the waters for the person? So, so it's when heaven begins to stir the waters. So there's a worship aspect to it. There's a, a connection aspect to it. There's an ascension aspect as we see ourselves seated at the right hand of the Father. So as we're in that heavenly realm, uh, you know, we bring that back and our spirit man, our soul begins to stir the waters in us. And what does that do? It creates a frequency. So that's why ascending and seeing where we're seated is so important because because we're, what we're doing is we're changing the frequency. We're changing the sound. We're changing the image of God being reflected in us. And it's like Moses when he went up. <clears throat> Uh, into the mountain, uh, and I'm very suspicious of Moses. I think he broke the tablets deliberately so he could go back for another 40 days. <laughs> <laughs> but he spent over 80 days, uh, you know, in the presence of God and, he, and the frequency. So he physically mm -hmm. went in by the, uh, and the frequency yeah. of God's sound and God's love and God's blessing and God's mercy, all of who God is, the Torah, the essence of who God is, was yeah. was resonating so much in Moses that um, that when he came down, you know, people said, "Put a put a sack on your head, Moses. We can't cope." It's it's like, and the Hebrew word really means horns of glory. Moses <laughs> came down looking like he had horns, looking like he had glory coming out of every part of his body, because the waters were activated. You know, you imagine. And the plan of God is that we all begin to reflect this level of glory. You know, Moses yeah. went in for 80 days. God calls us in every day, moment by moment. He calls us to be seated at the right hand of God, and of the Father. So imagine what it looks like if the body of Christ would just get the revelation that we're, that we're not called to wander around like religious nuts. But we're, we're called to actually resonate the frequency of God, which will change the fallen nature of earth. Our role is to, is to terraform and change the frequency of earth to bring that frequency from heaven of the, of the waters above so that the waters below would begin to resonate in the same sound. And there'd be a, a reconnection. That is, you know, it's interesting because as you're talking, I'm just getting this picture of kind of like, you know, a battery. A battery has a positive and a negative and you don't have to, you know, think of it in positive and negative terms. But it's just yeah. got two sources of power, one coming in, one going out. And when you talk about the waters above and the waters below, that there's a connection between those and that, um, you know, we are that activation. We're that battery, so to speak, in between yeah. that makes the, the portal um yeah. so that 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 information from heaven can make its way into the earth yeah. i like that it's very good very good yeah and i think the dream sort of showed me that it's far greater than than what we think you know because we've yeah we've had a mentality of you know like growing a church or creating a ministry um or whatever uh, mm -hmm. but 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 the truth is that it's really about um revealing god and yeah, revealing yeah. who he is and, and, and letting that resonate on the earth. I mean, because when you think about it, like 75% of the earth's surface, surface is covered in water. Mm -hmm. And so why did God do that? Because I believe it's because it needs, you know, we are supposed to be activating the frequency, the sound. And I think I might have talked on here before, but there'll be people watching that haven't heard it. You know, a few right. years ago, um, 
you know, the greatest receptors of sound in the in the ocean are whales, hmm. and uh, they 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 can they can uh, they can make a sound that goes for you know thousands of miles that others pick up, and they can receive sound, and, and so when a, when nations begin to resonate with a sound, I really believe, you know, that whales are are going to get excited not whales as in the, a country in the united kingdom i mean whales that swim in the sea <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and a, a few years ago the um uh, we we're on the mi migration path in new zealand from antarctic you know some are feeding they go up to the islands of the pacific to breed and so they come past new zealand you know either coming or going uh, all the time and um and the Department of Conservation in New Zealand in a secular, secular newspaper said um, the whales that are coming up this year uh, are, are acting in a strange way. They're leaping and jumping and spinning. And the, and the article made a statement that, that has stuck in me. Um, sometimes you read something and it's never gone away. And, it, and they said the whales are a veritable circus in the sea this year. And I thought, oh, okay, so something has shifted, something has changed, because they're picking up a sound as they're going past New Zealand, yeah. and, and, I, and, and they're, they're getting really excited. <clears throat> and so That is interesting. It is. And, and so I, I really believe that something is happening at the ends of the earth here. Um, and, and then, you know, COVID came along, and, and actually everybody's attention got drawn away to something else, but... It's not stopped. God's still moving. Well, and it makes me wonder if... Uh, um, now, you said this, this article came out just this uh, previous year, just before COVID? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the animals oftentimes sense things far before we ever do. And if they... And I don't care how you look at it, this whole COVID thing has, like, uh, sped up or brought to a head the harvest. The harvest yes. of the wheat and the tares to where, I mean, you just look around the world, there's, there's just this polarization major yeah. time, more than any time I've seen it anyway. And yeah. it's just, it's the harvest that here you've got, it's very obvious who are the wheat, who are the tares, you know, it, and I'm not talking about whose side are you on, but I'm talking about, um, you know, the, the character, just the character of people begin to come out. And yeah, um, yeah so that's another thing for us to look at but again like you said it's not the end no. it's simply to me it's the beginning of something new that uh, we're shifting yeah and then so as far as the waters go like the lord started to then say you know do you see how important the water is in he started to really speak to me in the dream and he showed me the like the water and the blood that flowed out of his side when they put a spear in him on the cross you know there was water he came through the he came through the the shield of water the the act of birth and human birth is actually almost a reflection of you know breaking through the waters uh, between heaven and earth it's uh, it's it's like we're we're, we're shifting realms and, and god doesn't do anything by mistake so so yeah. he he brings his breath and his presence into the into the into the womb of the you know of the baby that's you know just one cell but beginning to uh, sorry uh, beginning to um, shift and um, 
And so that that, re, that birth is a reflection of, of what we're supposed to look like as the body of Christ. And I years ago I started preaching, and um, and it, and it's actually a bit of a uh, I think the early Catholic um, mystics used to talk about um, the womb of the church. Um, mm-hmm. and, we, and so, so our, even our vision of what the ecclesia is supposed to look like, you know, mm. you know, it's been turned into a well-oiled machine to do this, that, and the other thing, but really what it is, is the womb, uh, the womb of the church, which creates a, a breaking of the waters so that we can shift between realms. And, the, and you tie that into, into, into the book of Genesis where Jacob <clears throat> went and had a sleep on a rock. And, uh, and, 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 you know, he saw angels descending and ascending and descending on what was um, probably a, a DNA um, ladder. And, and he saw them coming and going. And when he woke up, he said, wow, this is none other, none other, than, the, none other than the house of God. And you probably realize, um, and some of your listeners may or may not, but, you know, there's, a, there's something in biblical interpretation called the law of first mention. Mm-hmm. And so the law of first mention, uh, so the first time the house of God was mentioned, Baitel, uh, is actually in that instance. Where And, and so what, what is the house of God? So if we're interpreting what the house of God is supposed to look like from that point, it's a place where heaven and earth connect. It's a place That's where good. we see angels ascending and descending. It's a place where we can look up and, and see and enter into the heavens itself. So the house of God is not meant to be a well-oiled wheel, but a portal uh, between realms, between the stirring of the waters. And our role as forerunners, as as uh, as people, is to activate the waters through worship, through through um, through ascension, through. Uh, and so God is calling His kids right now. Like, don't be afraid. Enter, yeah. you know enter in uh, you know go up and sit with papa you know uh, let it yeah well i as you're saying it i'm just thinking you know and jesus you know said very clearly that the angels were ascending and descending on in him on him and that yeah. we are a, a a you know he said that we would do that and much more everything he did yeah. and much more yeah, that's right. and just like you said we are those portals as jesus yeah. was and yeah. you know lift up your heads oh you gates you know we're the gates he's the gate uh, yeah, all of that just really resonates. It's good. Yeah, I like that. So, you know, this the whole birthing process. That's why Yeshua mm-hmm. came through that process. You know, I mean, he could have just turned up on Earth, right? You know, then yeah, and God can do what He likes, right? But he, but he chose to come through the birth canal. He chose to come through the 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 the, the dimensional realm. Why? Because he's the firstborn amongst many brothers he he's the prototype of what it looks like to be a son yes he's god but he came as a man Uh, and so he came as a man because uh he he was demonstrating what's possible uh, right and 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 showing us actually that this is and why why is it important it's important that he carried human dna Mm -hmm. because he redeemed in his sinlessness uh and fulfilled the 613 precepts of the law you know those people are running around trying to you know keep the 10 commandments need to get over themselves because there's 
there's actually 613 precepts of the right. law, and there's just no way mankind can yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. But he he did. Well, as you were going through this, I'm just thinking, you know, uh, being born again. So, I mean, first we're we're coming into this realm, and we we you know, sperm and egg. Well, that's done in liquid, you know. That yeah. takes place in liquid. We then become a form of matter and begin to grow in that matter. Earth, because it's, you know, dirt turning yeah. into human beings. Uh, and then um, and then when we, you know, the water breaks, we come out. And, yeah. you know, so there's another water passing through, passing through water. And we come into this earth and then we're here and we develop this identity, which is basically a mortal identity that the earth gives us, you know, from our parents and what the world says. And then Jesus says, well, you have to be born again of water and spirit. And yeah. so there's the water again. And it's that activation. Uh, anyway, very fascinating. I like this. This is good. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> yeah, um, um, that's what even in his baptism, you know, Jesus was yeah. actually reconnecting the waters. All right. So, yeah. So he, wow. he came and he, he activated the waters in, a, in, a, in his baptism. Um, yeah. And what did that cause? It caused heaven to roll back. You know, like the you know, the for the for the first time in centuries, if you like, the Trinity was able to manifest, you know, Father Father's voice spoke from heaven, says a thundering voice, This is my son, my uh, my beloved son in whom I well pleased, says the Holy Spirit came down like a dove, and there was Yeshua, and, and suddenly God was reconnected. So, so the birth, the life, uh, uh, you know, the fulfilling of the law, it's all around like the waters. And then when Yeshua was ready, he reconnected the waters and he started, he started uh, the process of the earth groaning for the revelation of the sons. Uh, and it's the, it's the waters underneath and the waters above. It's all beginning to, and the more, the more suns begin to travel backwards and forwards up that DNA ladder into the presence of the Father, the more the earth's going to start to groan. So it's your fault. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. it's a good process because it's like the birth process. Um, yeah. You know, anybody that's you're going to say something. Well, no, I was just, I was just, you know, you, 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 you said it in that, you know, the earth is groaning, and the more, more we open up that portal. Uh, the the earth groaning is like the birth pangs or the you know the the woman groaning right. in birth and yeah, yeah. it's really good. So mm. it's groaning for the revelation mm. of the sun. So so at some point, and uh, the, the, there has to be a tipping point where the water where where the sound of the waters of heaven and the sound of the waters of earth begin to resonate in the same frequency, and the atmosphere absolutely shifts. And I said at the beginning, you know, that's what we that's what we're looking at doing at the South Wind Fellowship. It's, it's actually bringing the sound. So, we're not even we're not a big group, you know. Like, but we believe that we're shifting the atmosphere. We're bringing mm -hmm. the earth back to original intent. We're bringing yeah. the sound of, in you know, the things that God would want to bless the earth with. And it's interesting that um, the industry that's come into Pocono, uh, uh, two dairy two milk factories, two dairy factories, a honey processing plant. <laughs> so we've got milk and honey. Milk um, and honey, yeah. And uh, there's a water bottling plant. 
um, and so it's um, it's bottling water. And there's a and there's a company called Zeon Motorhomes have come into into, into town. So I mean, you know, it's like Mount Zeon has come. <laughs> so, so I was going to say, do they spell it Z I O N? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> that's like amazing. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And so, but I believe I, there's something in what I'm saying is I'd, I'd really like the body of Christ to get a revelation of this, uh, the Ecclesia, because because I, I believe it'll shift the way we do, you know, church or meeting or Ecclesia or hubs or whatever you want to call yourself. I don't really care. Um, but 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 it's, it's, it's got a shift. And I think that's what COVID's been all about. It's about it's about stopping mm-hmm. the way we did things. It's about bringing a, a you know like a woo there, buddy, because you're actually on a man man's way of doing things. Let's bring it back to God's way. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I like that. And you know, I I've I've constantly used the term critical mass. That once we have enough people engaged in the heavens, that we will begin to shift things. And what we're shifting is if, if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, which is to see what the Father's doing, and yeah. then we begin to do that, and we, we all begin to do that together. And so, yeah, yeah, the COVID, getting everybody to stay home, a lot of stuff is going on. Cosmic shift, uh, it's just, we're in a season, man, that it's like there's no better time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. wow. I agree. So with this critical mass and, and um, you know, getting enough people, which I don't know that anybody has the number, but uh, what do you what do you see or what do you know or think might be some of the things that would take place uh, indicating that we're, you know, maybe getting close to that critical mass to where all of a sudden we see the flow of uh, uh, heaven just pouring out and, and it's like we can't stop it now. Mm-hmm. Which, which let me say one more thing as as i'm saying that i'm just realizing the other side not the other side i don't want to use that term um you know ai the crit the uh yeah. singularity the technological singularity that's basically what they say that when that hits it's all over it's just going to begin you know ai is going to take over and we won't have any say in it anymore it's just going to happen so at the same time uh, probably four years ago, Father gave me a vision because I was worried about this AI thing, and he gives me this vision. And it just shows well, my my spiritual singularity is going to hit before that hits. And once you have mature sons running around, AI is not going to be a thing. It's just uh, like a Jedi wave yeah. of the hand, and it's gone. <laughs> I, I agree because um, you know, like let's 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 just think of it from a purely scientific point of view. A man has um, currently is only using about 10% of his brain facility. Uh, and um, so what? how's the other 90% triggered? I believe it's triggered through frequency uh, and, and connection uh, with Abba, the Father. And I believe that yeah. as we are connected, you know, AI is nothing, man. Like they're not going to be able to cope, like you say, with with a release of the sons of God. So what are the signs? I believe that these are the signs. I believe that we're going to start to see uh, nature respond uh, because, um, so, you know, the earth 
has been groaning and shaking. Why? Because we're in the birth canal. What are the signs of birth? I believe that obviously a crying baby, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> is, is the start of uh, the release of something. So there's got to be a manifestation, I think. So there's a manifestation when a baby is born. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, um, so what is what are the manifestations? Well, uh, I'll go as far as saying that I believe that many, because um, we uh, there, there was a, um, and I can't remember who did them now, but many years ago there were a series of um, DVDs around uh, about places where there was revival. Did you ever see those? And some of the ways that nature was responding like giant fruit and vegetables and, oh yeah and, yeah down and, in like argentina and places like that uh yeah south america even in or... Fiji, there was a move of god and then like yeah. fish that hadn't been seen for centuries were were reappearing on reefs the reef was 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 regenerating so all the things that are worrying mankind right now mm-hmm. are a sign of the earth groaning you know like climate change whatever that looks like right uh, yeah um you know, like, um, uh, yeah, I won't go there, but I mean, e- even um, um, uh, all, all of the things that seem to be worrying a generation uh, are actually signs that we're about to wake into a new realm, into a new dimension, into a new level. Uh, and, and that when, when the frequency shifts, see, governing from a natural perspective can't change climate it's not going to work nothing, nothing. but what what will is is when god's sons begin to resonate with the correct frequency because you know uh, crops will produce more than they needed to um you know like the you know fish and i mean up and up in the arctic uh you know the inuits got that move of god up there you know they were they were seeing like berries and um, and you know, fish and animals that are, that their fathers, their forefathers, had talked about, but they hadn't been seen for centuries. And and this is something that I believe that when the sound and the frequency comes to the right place, we're going to start to see the earth respond, and people are going to say, "Wow, how is that even possible?" And that's when the sons have got to. We probably need to keep our mouth shut a bit at the moment. You know, um, in, in, yeah. in a, in, in out there in the marketplace. But when it starts to happen, yeah. we can begin to speak it out and say, actually, this is what's happening. Yeah. Confirm yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so one of the things that, um, you know, we've got a group that's been working on what does kingdom culture look like? So if we wanted, if, if we were to start a community, and wanted it to be kingdom community. What would it look like? And as as you go down that road, and if you really start to ask the questions, the tough questions, you realize, wow, this is going to take, you know, probably the next two thousand years, or it's got to be a miracle of God. God's got to be the one to do it. And so it's probably actually possibly both of those. But I know that He could do it a lot quicker. But you know, it's just the understanding that we have to come into this place where. Um, well, bottom line is that we can let completely go of our mortal identity, our ego, be able to completely let that go. Now, it doesn't, you know, in my mind, I don't think you have to get rid of ego. It's something that, you know, we're given that uh, helps us survive, but you have to be able to pass through it, get to the other side so you can engage with your divine identity. 
And ego won't let you do that unless you lay everything down and then just ease your way through it. Rest in peace your way through it. Um, because if you don't have everybody in that place where they love themselves well in a healthy way, then when when you know push comes to shove and, and somebody starts thinking scarcity mentality versus abundance, uh, they're going to start hoarding. They're going to, you know, anyway, it's going to be the, the rotten apple that's going to cause the whole thing to go south. So it really is, you know, this whole revamping of who we are that we get to this place where we are able to lay everything down, love ourselves well, and step into our divine identity, which, you know, to me is like full connection, heaven and earth, heavens, you know, waters above, waters below, fully connected, fully bringing, you know, uh, messages to and from heaven and earth and and just living in that place where I, I'm not living out of scarcity. I know that God, I have everything I would ever need and therefore how can I help you? And just imagine a culture like that where everybody's got that mentality of I've got everything I need, how can I help you? <laughs> yeah, I just... I, 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 yeah, I, well, you know, I often ponder actually the you know, and, and I don't know that many Christians or believers actually ponder this, but the the tremendous shift that happened when Yeshua came, um, yeah. you know, like I mean, what I mean, it, it just changed the world. It changed the earth. And yes, it took you know like a few hundred years to 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 gain momentum. I mean, well, a thousand years probably, because the the big push into Europe came in about a thousand AD. Uh, mm -hmm. Russia became totally in, you know, engulfed in, in the move of God in, in about a thousand AD. Uh, and, and that was well, like, Karen? Well, I, I, I totally agree with you. I was actually going to say something earlier. And I'm like, eh, maybe not. But there's there are jumps in, if you want to use the word evolution, there are jumps. And to me, when Jesus came, he gave us a jump. And... Yeah. And what we were just talking about, you know, this whole uh, creation groaning, mature suns arising to me and the going from 10 percent to full capacity of our brain. That's a jump in evolution. I mean, God's behind it. God's doing it. He's got his clock. He's got everything going. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you want to use those words, that's what's happening. It happened in Jesus's time and it's it's happening now. There's a there's a movie and it's a secular movie, so um, some people might not like it. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Lucy? Yes. Uh, yeah, um, it's not for everybody, but it, I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just it stimulated me so much because I realized. I mean, okay, so that was um, that was induced from a natural point of view, but 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 the but the reality of what that movie was presenting was um, was was that when God gets hold of the ninety percent. Uh, yeah. you know like, and and so a lot interesting what you said about like the ego because i've thought about lord why don't you just come and bring that shift and i felt like you know like this is the birth pains you know god's got to take some of our own uh wanting to be famous and you know all that all that stuff you know, the reason he can't really come in his fullness through individuals is because, um, you know, we want to be famous. Um, mm -hmm. and, and actually, my, my job is to make him famous. Uh, and yeah. that, that, you know, I don't care if people don't know my name. I don't, I don't really care about that. But I, as long as they know his name. 
Yeah. Because when when and that's our role, that's our that's our job, that's what we're here for, that's what we're called we're called to bring reconciliation. I mean it's that word is used in the scripture so often that it's a reconciliation between yeah. realms. Um yeah. so so the, this earth has actually fallen to a lower level than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it fell out of it fell out of its original state um and 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 it's like um, our job as sons is to actually bring it back into its original state you know walking and in I, the yeah, carry on. yeah and i and i and I, I i i see that happening and uh you know originally um well the night before our, my wife and i's anniversary uh i was engaging as I was going to sleep and I had fallen asleep and I'm in the heavens and I'm in the courts actually, you know, just some repenting of stuff, going through some things that I needed to lay down. And all of a sudden I see this wall rise up and Jesus and I are on one side and father's on the other. And it's as if it's separating us and it goes up so high and I'm like, Jesus, destroy it, destroy it, destroy it. And he's not doing anything. And, and I'm like, father, why isn't he destroying it? He says, well, it's not his to destroy. And besides, it's, and he said, it's your ego. And he said, it's not to be killed or destroyed, but you have to pass through it. And the yeah. only way to pass through it is to lay everything down. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you saw the movie um, After Earth with Will Smith and uh, his son actually plays his son in that movie. Yeah, I think um, Okay, so in it, um, you know, these monsters evolve and they come after the humans. And um, the way they find the humans is when a human fears, it puts off, I um, can't remember the chemical name, but it smells that. And then that's how it finds the human and, and kills it. Um, well, you know, Will Smith's character in the movie, at one point, he's so desperate, he winds up uh, just giving up. And as mm. he gave up, all of a sudden, the you know, the monster's like, Where'd he go? Where'd he go? So they didn't have any eyes and they couldn't, you know, they could only smell the fear. Uh, So when the when the when the thing couldn't smell him anymore, he realized, wow, uh, you know, he didn't he he could walk among the monsters and with no fear. And he could slay the monsters because they couldn't tell he was there. And they called it ghosting. And that's what, you know, father kind of clicked with that or put that in my mind. That's what came to mind when he said you got to pass through it. It's kind of like ghosting through your own ego. And the yeah. only way to get through it to your divine identity is lay it all down. But it's there for a purpose. It, yeah. You know, it, it is there for a purpose. It helps us kind of survive and get going. But if we hold on to that, we'll never get to our divine identity. It needs to be yeah. passed through and moved on. Yeah. You see, it's not wrong. I mean, Bob Jones, the prophet, used to talk about um, the growth of a soul um Mm -hmm. and you know that's why we're here we're we're here to grow and uh and and um you know because i mean he he talked about you know souls still continue to grow in heaven but at a much slower rate so this is like the where we are now is like the the accelerated growth place the crucible our role is yeah (laughs) our role is to is to is to allow that growth to come to such a point that that he is seen yeah. that his image is released that's who Amen. we are 
Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to do a break real quick and then we'll come back. We'll have about 10 minutes when I come back and we'll wrap things up. So we'll be back right after this. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We want to take a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups around the world are using this course to shift into Kingdom Age thinking. If you're ready to step into what Father is doing now, then this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Online Classes tab. Now, back to the show. All right, I'm back with Ian. Uh, so, Ian, um, we've gone over a lot of things here, and, and it just really, I, I like it. You know, God gives us different imagery to understand Him and what He's doing. And uh, so these, this activating of the waters is a is a new thing or an, it's not it's not necessarily new but you've got some new uh, verbiage and some new imagery to bring to the table uh and i really like that so um if you were going to wrap it up and, and just kind of summarize uh what we've talked about in terms of what this activating of the waters really means and where it takes us uh, uh how would that sound well i sort of tie it into something that yeshua did himself all right, so the disciples, they all went up to um, Caesarea Philippi. And, and um, it's, it's actually, uh, anybody that's been to Israel will understand actually that that's where the, a lot of the springs that come off Mount Hermon uh, come out into, the, into, the, into this realm and create the headwaters of the Yadan, the Jordan River. Hmm. And, and, um, and, and the enemy uh, over the centuries had, had used that point uh, to uh, pollute the waters of the Yadan River, the Jordan River. So they used to do human sacrifices. Uh, mm. the, the god Pan was worshipped there. Uh, hence these days the, the, the place is called Banyas, but um, the um, Arabs can't pronounce the, um, the B, so it became Panyas. Uh, sorry, uh. can't pronounce the P, so it became Banyas. So it's, mm. it's really Panyas. Uh, okay. And... Uh, and uh, and so Yeshua, at that point, he took the disciples to the point where the Temple of Pan was, and, and he said, um, listen, you guys, <laughs> uh, he asked Peter, he asked them first, who do men say that I am? And, uh, and they said this one or that one. So it really reflected where we're at at the moment. Some say Jesus is this, some say Jesus is that. But who, who am I really? And Peter said, you're the Messiah. You're, you're the one who's going to bring humanity back into the into relationship with God. You're the one who's going to bring a, a reconnection of the waters at the headwaters yeah, yeah. of the Jordan River. Interesting. And, and, and Yeshua said, good stuff. You know, yeah. and blood hasn't revealed that to you. Uh, then he said, and the gates of hell. So that point actually was literally known as the gates of hell. So he would have been oh, really? pointing at a cave where they did the human sacrifice and the gates of hell. So what he's saying is from this point, you don't have to worry about that, hmm. the polluting of the waters, because I'm going to cleanse the waters. And the church for and the body of Christ, the ecclesia, the pubs, whatever you want to call themselves, I never know these days, um, <laughs> we, we've, we've lost the revelation that actually he is the cleanser of the waters and that if we just 
connecting at that point where we're supposed to, the gates of hell won't prevail. The Yadan River, will, what does that What does that mean? It means that the Yadan River, which means um, flowing, uh, Yadan actually, Jordan, means Yadan means flowing down from Dan. Or hmm. so, the, so the imagery is flowing, the waters flowing down from heaven will no longer have that polluted mm. element because there's nothing between <laughs> God and man. And that's, that, that really makes me excited. I really believe that yeah. we're going to see in my generation, uh, we're going to see a restoration of, ah. of, of, the, of the frequency of heaven manifesting on earth. Love that. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, um, Ian, do you have time to do uh, a behind the scenes and we'll go a little sure. deeper into some of the stuff that uh, maybe we didn't have time to get into or... Um, sure. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I just want to say thank you to all of our, our listeners and appreciate each and every one of you. So um, spread the word, you know, subscribe, hit the like bu button, the like button. There we go. <laughs> the light button. That's even better. They need a light button. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. And Ian, honor you and bless you. Thank you for being on. And uh, we'll go to the behind the scenes and uh, we'll catch you there. Love you all. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at kingdomtalksmedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.